Hi, good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Coffee Break. Doug here with you. Just wanted to continue the discussion somewhat, hopefully in a little bit uh, tighter form so that you don't have to spend so much time of your day just listening to me talk or speak. But in reality, we're still talking about Jerusalem. We're still talking about Israel. And you've, we've got this this whole um, this whole attack that's still going on by um, Israel um, on Hamas, and the news is still filled with just unbelievable images that we continue to see and witness every day. Why the question comes up is why does so many people hate Israel? Why do why do people want Israel off of the face of the earth? And if we can go back to the Holocaust, back to uh, Hitler and, and so many other times, if you look at the Old Testament, it's full of occasions that people want to rid the earth of Israel. And so the question is why? I think we can see part of that answer in what we see in the Old Testament that talks about the end times or the time of Armageddon. And let's go ahead and read that. This comes out of Zechariah chapter 12. We'll read the first, uh, let's say, six verses, okay? It says, The oracle of the word of the Lord concerning Israel. Thus declares the Lord, who stretched out the heavens and founded the earth and formed the spirit of man within him. Behold, I am about to make Jerusalem's cup of staggering to all the surrounding peoples. That's interesting. That's something that I want to talk about in just a second. <clears throat> Excuse me. The siege of Jerusalem. Will, be, will also be against Judah. On that day, I will make Jerusalem a heavy stone for all the peoples. All who lift it will surely hurt themselves, and all the nations of the earth will gather against it. On that day, declares the Lord, I will strike every horse with panic and its rider with madness. But for the sake of the house of Judah, I will keep my eyes open when I strike every horse of the peoples with blindness. Then the clans of Judah shall say to themselves, The inhabitants of Jerusalem have strength through the Lord of hosts, their God. On that day I will make the clans of Judah like a blazing pot in the midst of the wood, like a flaming torch among the sheaves, and they shall devour to the right and to the left all the surrounding peoples, while Jerusalem shall again be inhabited in its place in Jerusalem. Okay, I'll stop right there. No, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'll stop right there. Why Why is it that everybody wants Israel off of the face of the earth? It's a spiritual answer. The answer is spiritual in nature. The future siege of Jerusalem by the nations is revealed here through God's word. All right? Uh, God's word describes God as the preserver of his creation. He stretches out. He lays, he forms, he is the creator and the worker of all good in this universe. Okay? The almighty power of the Lord is mentioned to confirm his ability to fulfill the deliverance predicted in the following verses. So we can see even in the in the recent war that Israel had, it didn't last a long time and they came out of it pretty much unscathed for the most part. But in any case, if we go into this it says, God will destroy the surrounding peoples. In other words, all nations of the earth who besiege Judah and Jerusalem on that day. 
All right, so what day is it talking about here? It's talking about basically Armageddon, in which the nations of the army shall gather against Jerusalem. That great end battle is what it's talking about. So why is it, we ask, why is it that people want to go against Israel? I mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast here. It has a lot to do with a spiritual battle, a spiritual nature. When we see these attacks, these what's called in today's media terrorist terrorist attacks, but today's uh, leaders of governments, leaders of countries, they call it terrorist attacks. And through ISIS, through Hamas, through Hezbollah, everything has a spiritual backing to it. They call it a jihad. Um, They call it a a holy war is what they're trying to achieve. And so they feel that this land, the land with Jerusalem, is their land. They feel that this land should not be held by the Israelites, the Jews, um, by Israel. So they want them off. They want them gone. They want them away. And you see what's happened with the last attack against Israel this past Saturday. So it's been a devastating time uh, as a reply from Israel against Hamas. And, um, but all this causes us to think just a little bit about ourselves. You know, in, in the end, all good is of God and all evil is of Satan. So there's only two sides. There's the side of God and there's the side of evil. There's the side against God. You're either for him or against him. We've heard that. Those of us that have spent time in church, we're either for him or against him. And even as our heart breaks for seeing the death and the tragedy that was brought against those in Israel last Saturday, we have to ask ourselves, even as a check, who do we support? Do we support God's plan or do we support our plan or the world's plan or the plan of evil? I know that's a tough separation. I know that's a tough call for us to talk about. You know, if you're not for God, then you're on the side of evil. But really, in the end, there's only two. There's good, bad. There's lightness. There's dark. There's God. And there's Satan. So, in the end, this is all a spiritual war. In the end, we have to look at our Creator and follow our Creator and understand that even in our disobedience, that because of our sin, that led to death, but God provided his son Christ, that whosoever believes on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You know, so he's made a way for sin to be rectified, uh, for the price to be paid for that death of sin. And it's a free gift for everyone. But not everyone desire it, desires it, and it's obvious. So as we watch these things unfold, as we think about what's happening, think about the spiritual side of this entire equation and try to understand it from that lens, from that perspective. All right. Hope you have a wonderful weekend, and uh, stay safe. 
be in God's Word, be studying, be understanding His ways more and more and better each and every day. And we'll talk to you again on Monday. Hope you have a great weekend. See you soon. God bless. Bye-bye.